have to get another tablet. All right, there you go. Anchor Cast Box, you're back on live. Good morning, my friends. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Pastor Rick here, Worldwide Live Minister Podcast uh, Network. Broadcasting Studio A live. Hope the volume, everything's okay for you. Uh, having some issues with um, uh, something in, a, in my Mac not working right, but hopefully the volume is good for you. Um, yeah, the 16th. How you doing, friends? You got your coffee with you? Got a lot to cover for you. Listen, we are going to go into the book on the second hour here, the 16th. We're here. You're here. Uh, we're going to, oh, yeah, I've got to do that, too. Uh, Amen. All right. It always helps to be uh, planned in here for this thing. Uh, let me get that stuff cleared up. Um going to go into Habakkuk, friends. If you haven't gotten a chance to read it, please do. Uh, I forgot to put my Bible on my desk over here. Uh, Habakkuk, friends, we're going to go into the uh, the footnotes, basically, the intro notes on uh, or in the Orthodox Study Bible. And you all know the story about that. Uh, I uh, met a pastor uh, that uh, from an Orthodox uh, church there. And uh, so he gave me a study Bible, which is awesome. So, uh, as I usually like to do on our archive notes here, the series notes, I always like to go into the kind of the intro parts just in case you guys, you know, you don't know or uh, want to study it for yourself. Uh, so we're going to look at Habakkuk, friends. Amen. Uh, all right. So, and of course, my... <laughs> My notes are all over the place here. Why not? So, yeah, anyway, we're going to check out Habakkuk, friends. And then we're going to go into chapter 2 and 3, back into the King James Version. But I want to look at the uh, author, the date, the major theme, and the background here as you guys are in your second hour here this morning. always appreciate you guys jumping online live on StreamYard TV for the 16th of January Friends, let's keep going. Monday morning, how you doing, brothers and sisters? All right, the book of Habakkuk, friends. Let's go ahead and look at the author of the intro, basically the intro notes. If you, you know, if you have your, uh, if you have your notes and stuff with you, Amen. And I know that that cross has bothered me. I got another one coming. I just didn't get it. Uh, not quite yet, but I know that we've got one. I've got one coming here. So there you go. All right, I don't want to bump into it. Uh, how about the author of Habakkuk, friends? Now, the prophet, he says, the prophet Habakkuk uh, commemorated December 2nd. Some traditions tell us uh, he was the son of Sapnat, or Nat, uh, I believe Sapnat, of the tribe of Simeon, prophesying in Judea 600 years before Christ. Well, that's a lot of time span in between, friends. If you really think about that, look at that. Uh, now, in the name of the of a King Manasseh, or uh, let me let me sound this out, uh, <laughs> Manasseh. Now, this would make him a contemporary of the prophets Nahum, Jeremiah, Amen, Daniel. And Zephaniah. Uh, now the date. Let's look at that. Number two here. 
about 605 B.C., friends. Now, during the weakening and collapse of the southern kingdom of Judea, or Judah, uh, about 626, 586 B.C., and before the arrival of the Babylonians in Palestine. And let's look at the major theme here, number three. Now, the problem of evil. Habakkuk agonizes, uh, agonizes in his soul that wickedness, strife, and oppression are rampant in Judah. As we clearly are seeing in the end times, my friends, for real. Uh, all right, but God seemingly does nothing about it. Where have we heard this story before, folks? Come on now. Now, his perplexity intensifies when he learns God will judge Judah by the hands of the Babylonians, who are more wicked and ruthless than those being judged. In the end, he learns to rest and trust God's dealings with his creation. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ is prophesied in this book as the Lord in his holy temple, uh, chapter 2, verse 20, which we're going to get to. Uh, Christ, let's see, and the one who comes from afar to visit his people with salvation, 3-3, three, three, quoted in the hymns of the royal hours of the nativity. Now, let me readjust that real quick. There you go. All right, how about the background, friends? Let's go ahead and jump into that. Uh, now, our Orthodox tradition states that uh, the same prophet was indeed the one who was miraculously transported to Babylon and who visited and ministered to Daniel the prophet in, now get this connection, Daniel in the lion's den, friends. There it is. All uh, right, so Daniel the prophet in the lion's den. Uh, and also, Bell and the serpent. Now, if you go into the Torah, uh, there it is in there, uh, which I have set up, but I'll have to go back in there. Uh, Bell and the dragon, as it's listed in the Torah. And uh, that's, that's a pretty amazing connection. So, let's see, let me go ahead... And I want to go ahead and do that. Um, let's see, what page are we on that one? Uh, amen. <laughs> Hold on here, friends. Give me a second. Um, all right. So, amen. I lost my spot. I had it already set up, and I actually lost the spot here. So... Um, Give me a minute here. Let's see. There it is. Getting close. So, uh, as like I said, it it's in uh, Bell and the Dragon. Now that's connected with Habakkuk, because as he as he was saying, um, let's go back to that. So he was the one that visited and ministered to Daniel the prophet in the lion's den. And that, uh, that part was also written over in the Torah 
about Bell and the serp uh, the serpent uh, or Bell and the dragon. And that's like in page 33 to 37, also in the Orthodox Study Bible. Now, Habakkuk, as we are in the book of Habakkuk here, uh, at the beginning part, the background, Habakkuk entered into rest uh, in great old age, and his relics uh, were discovered during the reign of Theodosius. Let me uh, let's see. Let's try this again here. Uh, Theodosius the Great in the fourth century. Now, the prophecy is set against the backdrop of the approaching Babylonians who destroyed Jerusalem in 587 B.C. And the people of Judah was living in wealth and luxury. And the society was showing signs of rot and collapse. Uh, the rich was unjust and greedy, disregarding the needs of the poor. And the widows and the orphans and the judges were entirely corrupt. I tell you, read your Bible, my friends. You want to know what's going on? Check it out. Uh, anyway, there you go. So, that again goes over to uh, Bell and the Dragon. And uh, let's see if I can get this over here. All right, so... Let's uh, let's take a look at this. I know this is going to be a little bit a little bit long for you, friends. I hope you got your extra cup of coffee. Now I'm just going to read uh, because it's pretty lengthy uh, in the Torah, right? I've been studying this for years now, and I'm still kind of working through it. Uh, but as we go, and again, we're looking at Habakkuk two and three, verse 20, uh, two and three here. Uh, it, it kind of diverted over to the beginning intro part for uh, the Orthodox Study Bible, which goes right into it. And then that differs over like a timeline going this way. Uh, it goes over to Bell and the Dragon. And I'm sure a lot of you heard that uh, part out there. You know what that is. But uh, let's let's look at it, friends. The Sephir of Bell and the Dragon also called Bell and the Dragon, or the Serpent. Uh, very interesting stuff here. Now, and it's just got one chapter. It was very, very brief here. Uh, and that's followed up by Ezra. So, again, out of the Torah, Bell and the Dragon. Uh, got a lot to cover, friends. All right. And King uh, Astragus was gathered to his fathers, Koresh of Persia, received his kingdom, and Daniel conversed with the king and was honored above all his friends. Uh, no, or now the inhabitants, or inhabitants of Babel had an idol called Baal, friends. Check this out. Uh, and there were spent upon him every day twelve great measures of fine flour and forty sheep and six vessels of wine. And the king worshipped it and went daily to adore it. But Daniel worshipped his own Elohim, right? Or uh, God, right? Uh, and the king said unto him, Why do not you worship Baal? And he answered and said, Because I may not worship idols made with hands, 
but the living Elohim, uh, who, is created, or who has created the heavens and earth and has sovereignty over all flesh. And said the king unto him, Do not, or do you not think that Baal is a living Elohim? Uh, do you not see how much he eats and drinks every day? Then Daniel smiled and said, O king, be not deceived, for this is but clay within, uh, and brass without, and did never eat or drink anything. So the king was wroth and called for his priests and said unto them, If ye tell me not who this is that devours these expenses, you or ye shall die. All right. Uh, now, let's keep going. Nine here. But if ye can certify me that Baal devours them, then Daniel shall die. And he... Uh, for he has spoken blasphemy against Baal and Daniel. Now the priests of Baal were threescore and ten, besides their women and children. And the king went with Daniel, I, under the temple of Baal. So Baal's priests said, Lo, we go out, but you, O king, set on the meat and make ready the wine and shut the door fast and seal it uh, with your own signet. And tomorrow when you come in, if you find not that Baal has eaten up all, we, we uh, will suffer death. Or else Daniel, what, uh, who are that, speaks falsely against us. And they will regard it. For under the table they had made a privy entrance, whereby they entered in continually and consumed these things. So when they were gone forth, the king set meats before Baal, now Daniel, uh, who had uh, commanded his servants to bring ashes, and those who strewed throughout all the temple the presence of the king alone, then, or, uh, then went they out and shut the door and sealed it with the king's signet, and so departed. Now in the night came the priests with their women and children. Uh, amen. What's going on with my volume level? Give me a minute. All right, that's what it was. I got a volume level going on here. All right, and or as they were want to, uh, let's see, they won't want to do, and did eat and drink up all. In the morning early, the king arose and Daniel with them. And the king said, Daniel, are the seals whole? And he said, Yea, O king, they be whole. Uh, and soon, or as soon as, the, uh, as he had opened the door, the king looked upon the table and cried with a loud voice, uh, Amen. Now great are you, O Baal, and with you is no deceit at all. Then laughed Daniel and held the king that he should not go in, and said, Behold, now the pavement uh, and mark will well whose footsteps are these, and the king and I see the footsteps of men, women, and children. Um, and when the king was angry, his uh, countenance was wroth. Amen. Try to find out. Uh, let's see. Hang on. I got volume level issues. All right. 
Oh, there it is. All right. Had volume coming through somewhere. I still I didn't know where they were coming from. You know, so many devices going on. All right, uh, let's continue. Bell and the Dragon all tied into Habakkuk, which we are going to read, friends. All right, so we are in the Torah again here. Um, amen. So in verse 21, it took the priests with their women and children who showed him the privy doors where they came in and consumed such things as were upon the table. Therefore the king slew them and delivered Baal into Daniel's power who destroyed him and his temple. And in that same place there was a great dragon when they of Babel worshipped. And the king said unto Daniel, Will you also say this is of brass? Uh, yep. Uh, Lo, he lives, he eats and drinks. You cannot say that he is no living Elohim. And therefore worship him. Then said Daniel, uh, I unto the king... I will worship Yahuwah Eloi unto, let's see, that was the next part there, uh, for he is the living Elohim. But give me leave, O king, and I shall slay the dragon without sword or staff. The king uh, said, I give you leave. Uh, then Daniel uh, took pitch and fat and hair, it did seethe them together and made lumps thereof. Uh, this he put in the dragon's mouth. And so the dragon burst in under, uh, and Daniel said, Lo, these are the Elohim uh, you worship. And verse 48, And when they of Babel heard that, they took great indignation and conspired against the king, saying, The king has become uh, Yahudai and has devoured Baal. He has slain the dragon, but put the priests to death. So they came to the king and said, Deliver us, Daniel, or else we will destroy you and your house. And now when the king saw, and they pressed him sore, being un or constrained, and delivered Daniel, I unto them, uh, whilst, or who cast him into the lion's den, where he was six days. And we know the story with Daniel in the lion's den. Uh, right? Uh, so, where there's six days, and the den were... Uh, seven lions, and they had given them every day two carcasses and two sheep, uh, which then were not given to them to the intent they might devour. Amen. All right. I got volume issues. I think I had all that down. Anyway, uh, we're, we're checking out Balin and Dragon, friends, in the Torah here. Now, as we continue, before we get to Habakkuk, friends, 2 and 3, that's on the next part here. Now, uh, Daniel, in verse 33, now there was a Yehuda, a prophet, called, uh, and again, uh, where is he, um, Shekwah, who had made pottage and had broken head in a bowl, or bread in a bowl, and was going into the field for us to bring it to the reapers. But the angel of Yahuwah said unto Shavuah, uh, this are, you know, again, the Torah words here, 
Uh, amen. Let me go back in there for a second and find uh, a couple of things here I missed. Um, amen. All right, bear with me, guys. Hold that thought just a minute. I'm doing a little bit of research here for a second, and uh, I'll read it anyway. Uh, so, uh, as he says here, uh, carry the dinner that you have, uh, have in Babel into Daniel, who is in the lion's den. And Shabwaka, or Shabakwa, right, uh, as again in the Torah, said, Adonai, I never said or saw Babel, neither do I know where the den is. And when the angel of Yahuwah took him uh, by the crown and bore him by the hair of his head and through the vehemency of his ruhak, or spirit, uh, set him in Babel, or Babel, over the den. And uh, Shabakah, I believe, it's, I think it's Habakkuk, basically. He's talking to Habakkuk here. Um, let's see, go back here. He cried, saying, O oh, Daniel, Daniel, take the dinner which Elohim has sent you. And Daniel said, You have remembered me, O Elohim. Uh, neither have you forsaken them that seek you and love you. So Daniel arose and did eat. And the angel of Yahuwah uh, set, uh, I believe again, Habakkuk, uh, in his own place against, again immediately. And upon the seventh day, the king went to bewail Daniel. Uh, Let's see. So he he came in and looked at Daniel, and when he came to the den, he looked in. Uh, behold, Daniel, I was sitting. Then cried the king. Uh, let's see, the king Ham of Daniel, and there is none other than beside you. And he drew him out and cast those that were the cause of the, his destruction uh, into the den, and they were devoured in a moment before his face. And that's it. And then it goes into Ezra. Very interesting, friends. Very, very interesting uh, stuff here. So, anyway, there you go. Pretty cool. Amen. All right. <laughs> I know. I told you, friends, we got a lot. I got a lot for you tonight. Uh, or this morning, it's it's jam packed as I got as I said. All right, um, now we're going to go into Habakkuk, friends. Um, background information. All right, stretch out, my friends. We're too stressed or too blessed to be stressed. Not too blessed to be stressed. We're too blessed to be stressed. So don't be stressed, friends. Uh, stretch out, you're going to be okay, I promise. All right, let's get into our word, let's get into the message uh, <laughs> as we continue. Like I said, I got a lot for you, jam-packed, always got a lot for you here. Uh, so we just read in on the other podcast, uh, the last one I went through, Habakkuk chapter 1. So let's move in, friends, to chapter 2 and 3 here in the book of Habakkuk. Now, chapter 2, he says, I will stand up, or stand upon my watch, and set me upon the tower. 
Uh, amen. And will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Again, side notes here, just in case, friends. All right, uh, Psalm 85, verse 8. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he might run that readeth. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but the end of it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Uh, behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Uh, John 3.36, friends. All right, watching the clocks. All kinds of stuff happening. <sighs> Again, <laughs> hang on here, there it is. Too many, too many contraptions, cords, cables, wires, mercy. All right, Block Talk Radio, you're live on the air. We've got our friends at Radio.co out in England, the UK, all over UK, from the top to the bottom and everything in between and on either side. So pretty awesome there. And even, uh, even in, um, um, we got uh, Paris, France listening in and uh, Germany, all the way up in Germany. My friend just uh, clicked on and said, hey, I got you. So pretty awesome. Very, very awesome. Uh, amen. All right. So we're in chapter two. We got Habakkuk on the menu here. Uh, good to be here with you. Second hour, Pastor Rick Warbaugh, live ministry podcast network live on StreamYard this early, early morning, a little after 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Live in Studio A, yes, I'm keeping the devil awake because he, you know, he, he keeps bugging us. So I just, re <laughs> I, just, I just refuse to let him do anything. So anyway, so watching that, that hour here thing, I had a phone just blank out of me, and so I had to kind of switch out a little bit. Let's try this again. Uh, amen. You know, they don't make those earbuds well enough things. I'm going to have to switch over probably to my, um, probably to my uh, wireless. I have a wireless uh, set of headphones that I could probably switch out to as well, and that way I don't have to mess with anything. I just have it in, and I can just listen to the whole thing uh, wirelessly. So i got to get another plan because <laughs> my headphones thing. All right, so let's continue. We got Habakkuk this morning with us. Now, let's go back to verse 4. And behold, his soul, which was lifted up, is not upright in him, but the, the just shall live by his faith. Again, side scripture with us, John 3.36. Now, yea, also, because he transgresseth, uh, right, uh, let's see... All right, uh, there it is. Uh, by wine, he is a proud man, uh, neither keepeth at home, who enlarge, uh, enlargeth his desire as hell, and is as death, and cannot be satisfied, but gathereth into him all nations, and heapeth unto him all people. Or, side notes, or how much more. Amen. All right, um, let's see. Verse 6, shall not these all these take up a parable against him and a, 
uh, a taunting proverb. Uh, let's see what's going on with my court. There it is. Marcy. Um, Woe to him that increaseth that which is not his. As we are in Habakkuk chapters 2 and 3 here this morning, friends. All right. Um, there he is. That which is not his, how long unto him that laideth himself with thick clay? Uh, shall they not rise up suddenly that shall bite thee? And awake that shall vex thee? And thou shalt be for booties unto them. Check it out. It's right there. I didn't make that up. It's right in the Bible. Uh, verse 7. <laughs> right? Amen. All right. We're going to keep rolling here. In verse 8, because thou hast spoiled many nations, all the remnant of the people shall spoil thee because of men's blood and for the violence of the land of the city and of all that dwell therein. Woe to him that covet an evil covetous to his house, that he may set his uh, nest on high, that he may be delivered from the power of evil. Thou hast consulted shame to thy house by cutting off many people, and hast sinned against thy soul. For the stone shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. Woe to him that buildeth a town with blood and establish, uh, or establish F, again out of the King James, a city by iniquity. Side scriptures, Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 30, or 13. There it is. <laughs> Man. All right, Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 13. Side note for uh, this uh, King James here. Now, behold... Is it not of the Lord of hosts that the people shall labor in the very fire and the people shall weary themselves for very vanity? Uh, verse 14, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Uh, woe unto him that giveth his neighbor drink that puttest thy bottle to him and make him drunken. Uh, also, that thou mayest look on their nakedness. Thou art filled with shame for glory. Drink thou also, and let the foreskin be uncovered. The cup of the Lord's right hand shall be turned unto thee, and shameful spewing shall be on thy glory. Got another side scripture for you. Jeremiah 25, verse 26 for that one. All right. Uh, verse 17, For the violence of Lebanon shall cover thee and the spoil of beasts which made them afraid because of men's blood and for the violence of the land of the city and of all that dwell therein. Side scripture, Habakkuk 2, 8. All right, 18, with uh, what profiteth the graven image that the maker thereof have graven it, the molten image of a teacher of lies, that the maker of his work trusteth therein to make dumb idols. 
Woe unto them that say it to the wood, Awake! To the dumb stone, arise, it shall teach. Ah, behold, it is laid over the gold and silver, and there is no breath at all in the midst of it. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence uh, before him. And uh, Psalm 11, 4, friends. Chapter 3, a prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet Upon Shigionath, all right, or Shigionath. O Lord, I have heard thy speech, as we are again in chapter 3 in uh, Habakkuk, right? Uh, Revive thy work in the midst of the years, in the midst of the years make known. It uh, in wrath remember mercy, Psalm 85, verse 6. God came from Teman. Uh, and the Holy One from Mount, uh, let's see, let me go back over here real quick. Hey, Ben, he says, woe to idolatry. So, uh, and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah, uh, his glory covered the heavens, and the earth was filled with his praise, and his brightness was as a light. He had horns coming out of his hand, and there was the hiding of his power. And before him went the pestilence, and burning coals went forth at his feet. Or, as clearly we are seeing again, uh, he says, are burning diseases. Now he stood and measured the earth. He beheld the drove asunder, the nations in the everlasting mountains were scattered, the perpetual hills and bow. The, or his ways are everlasting. I saw the tents of Kushan in affliction, and as certain are the curtains of the land of Midian did tremble. Or Ethiopia, right? All right. Uh, was the Lord displeased? Against the rivers? All right. Um, uh, was thine anger against the rivers? Was thy wrath against the sea that thou didst ride upon uh, thine horses and the chariots or thy chariots of salvation? Thy bows made quite naked according to the oaths of the tribes, even thy word or the uh, word. Uh, Selah, thou didst cleave the earth with rivers. The mountains saw thee, and they trembled. Uh, the overflowing of the water passed by. The deep uttered his voice and lifted up his hands on high. Exodus 14, verse 22, friends, right there. Uh, all right. Uh, now, the sun and the moon stood still in their habitation at the light of thine arrows, they went at the shining of the glittering spear, Joshua 10, 11. And I got to scoot this chair over because I feel squeezed in here. <sighs> Amen. All right. How you doing, friends? <laughs> Mercy. Oh, uh, my friend just texted me. What are you doing up late? This is early for me. I'm always up this late. What are you talking about? I'm up this early anyway. She's like, no, you, you should be in bed. I'm like, why? I'm on my post. Well, and there you go. I'm on my post. I got to do this, friends. 
Amen. By the blood of Jesus Christ, friends. Amen. All right. Praise for God's power, friends. Now, thou didst march through the land in the nation. Let me say it. Let me do that again, friends. Just I know that's a tongue twister when you say it. Uh, indignation. You gotta sound it out just like you're in school, folks. Thou didst thresh the heaven in anger. Jeremiah 51 33. Thou wentest uh, forth for the salvation of thy people, even for the salvation uh, with thine anointed. Thou woundest the head of the house of the wicked. By discovering the foundation unto the neck, Selah, thou didst strike through with the staves of the head of his villages. They came out as a whirlwind to scatter me. Their rejoicing was asked to devour the poor secretly. Thou didst walk through the sea with thine horses, through the heap of, uh, let's see, of great waters, uh, let's see, or mud. Uh, Psalm 77, verse 19 here. Amen, as we are again in Habakkuk, if you're just joining the podcast here. Uh, amen. All right, verse 16, chapter 3. When I heard my belly uh, trembled, my lips quivered at the voice, rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself that I might rest in the day of trouble. And when he cometh up into the people... He will invade them with his troops. Psalm 119, 120. Verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, uh, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Our Elohim. Amen. Now the Lord God is my strength. Here you go, friends. You got to look to your neighbor and tell him, Neighbor, the Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet uh, like hinds feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places to the chief singer, of, are on my stringed instruments. Whew. Powerful, friends. That's awesome. Uh, <coughs> all right. <coughs> there it is. Uh, amen. Ah, Marcy, what are we doing here? What is happening? That's what I want to know. Uh, amen. All right. So we got that. Um, let's see. Go back over my notes here to make sure I am on track here. Amen. All right, CDE. All right, just a second here, friends. Oh, man. Boy, do I. I got some powerful scriptures for you this morning. I uh, hope you're awake. <laughs> Amen. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go into the notes here. Um, let's see where we at. Backwards here. God is testing me on the scriptures. Where is it at? Quick, find it. Uh, amen. Jeremiah, right? Uh, 23. Oh, this is deep, friends. I tell you, 
I always got a lot to cover, uh, no doubt about it. So let me get caught up. Uh, friends, if you get a chance, follow me along in your scriptures. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 23, friends, as the Lord told me. Woe to the pastors, friends. So hold this, hold that thought. Uh, <laughs> let me let me get caught up on a couple of notes. I'm not going to do all of it, but uh, we're going to read Jeremiah, and that's going to be chapter 23, friends. Uh, and I'll have to I'll have to <laughs> I'll have to work on this on, uh, later on because uh, there is we got 40 verses here, so I'll have to go ahead and do that later. Uh, all right, let's proceed, church. Amen. Got a lot for you. Come on in. Have a seat, uh, friends. Uh, a lot to cover here. Uh, so, yeah, Jeremiah chapter 23, friends. Now, watch. L listen to what this, what this says. It's just, uh, wow, uh, powerful, powerful here. Now, woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor, uh, or pasture, saith the Lord. Uh, now, verse 2 here. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away, and have not visited them. And behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whither I have driven them, and I will bring them again uh, to their folds. And they shall be fruitful and increase. All right. And I will set up shepherds over them. And uh, let's see. Now, he says in verse 4, and I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, uh, nor be dismayed. Neither shall be or shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. Side scripture again, Jeremiah chapter three fifteen. Here, friends, on that one. Uh, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord that I will raise up unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice, friends, in the earth. In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely, and this is his name, whereby he shall be called the Lord, our righteousness. There you go. All right, what is going on with that stuff? Amen. All right. Now, therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, uh, that they shall no more say, The Lord liveth, which brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Now, you know, we're talking about Moses there, right? The folks that uh, he brought out, right? And, and did all that stuff. Amen. And eight. But the Lord liveth, which brought up and which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all countries whither I had driven them. 
and they shall dwell in their own land. Now, that's God's promise. How awesome is that? Now, again, over in Isaiah 43, verse 5. All right. Uh, Mine heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake, friends. I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine uh, hath overcome because of the Lord and because of the works <clears throat> of his holiness. Amen. Let me try to get that a uh, little bit of stuff taken care of here. If I can. This is going to be... Uh, well, like I said, friends, I got a brand new Bible. Finally got an extra large, like a super large one. Uh, giant print there. Uh, what a blessing that was. Came in yesterday. So I've been trying to transfer... Uh, all my notes out of the old Bible, I'm going to give that away. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's large print, but it's I need, like, the super giant stuff because of my, you know, the situation with my glasses, right? So now I can actually see everything, which is double thumbs up. That's awesome. All right, so, uh, coffee, that's what I need. Nothing like fresh brewed coffee this early in the morning, right? Well, when you know when you're on your post preaching, you gotta you gotta have that fresh coffee. Amen. All right, getting a couple notes here. Give me a minute, as I always do. All right, so verse ten, I believe that's where we be at. Uh, yep, that's where we're at. Ten, verse ten here in um, Jeremiah, and we're in twenty three, right? All right, for the land is full of adulterers. Yeah, see, for because of swearing, the land mourneth. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up, and their course is evil, and their force is not right. Jeremiah 5, 7 on that one. All right, for both prophet and priest are profane. Yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, saith the Lord. Jeremiah 6.13, friends, on that one. Now, wherefore, their way shall be unto them as slippery ways in the darkness. They shall be driven on and fall therein. For I will bring evil upon them, even the year of their visitation, saith the Lord. You got Psalm 35.6 and Jeremiah 11.23. Now, and I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. Uh, they prophesied in Baal and caused my people Israel to err, or err, right? Uh, I have seen also in verse 14, I've uh, see, well, seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem an horrible thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers. Hang on. Oh, mercy. That's that headset again. All right. Uh, we're 14, right? So, we're talking about um, all this going on here. Uh, right? Headset? Headphones? Are they are there? Are? Amen. So, let's go, <laughs> let's go backtrack here just a bit. Uh, so he says, uh, Have I found the wickedness, saith the Lord? Jeremiah 6.13 is a side note again in verse 11, Jeremiah chapter 23 this morning. 
Wherefore, their way shall be unto them as slippery ways in their darkness, or in the darkness, and they shall be driven on and fall therein. For I will bring evil upon them, even uh, the year of, the vis of their visitation, saith the Lord. I got a double set of scriptures here for you. Psalm 35, verse 6, and then Jeremiah eleven twenty-three. 23. Uh, and I have seen folly. In the prophets, friends, uh, as he says here, uh, let's see, of Samaria, they prophesied in Baal and caused my people, again, kind of backtracking here just a minute, Israel, uh, Ur. So, I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem a horrible thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of the evildoers. Uh, that none doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom, and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. All right. Therefore, uh, let's see. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them. Uh, let's see. I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink the water of gall. For, again, no notes. I didn't get a chance to fix any of this stuff, but uh, that's all right. We'll, we'll work on that here as I go. He says, hearken not to false prophets and the burden of the Lord. All right. So, as I continue here, friends... Um, let's see if I can't get that a uh, little caught up here. Just a second, friends. Give me a minute here. Well, a second. Second and a half. Uh, <laughs> amen. All right. Uh, good enough. Let's continue. We got, uh, we're in verse 15. Let me go back over again. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood, and make them drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem uh, is profaneness gone forth into all the land. Jeremiah 8, 14 here. Now, thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that to prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own hearts. And not out of the mouth of the Lord. Jeremiah 14, 14, for your side note. There you go. Uh, all right, verse uh, 17. They say still unto them that despise me, the Lord has said, ye shall have peace. Uh, and they say unto every one that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, uh, no evil shall come upon you. Jeremiah 6.14 for that side scripture. And we got verse 18. Who hath stood in counsel of the Lord? Or for who hath stood counsel and the Lord or of the Lord? And I perceived and heard his word, who hath marked his word, uh, mercy there, uh, and heard it. There you go. 
Behold, verse 19, uh, a whirlwind of the Lord has gone forth in fury. Even a grievous whirlwind. Give me a second there. My notes. Alrighty, there we go. Jeremiah 25, 32 on that side scripture there. Amen. Uh, 20, right? And I'll do that here. The anger of the Lord shall not return. And till uh, he hath performed the thoughts of his heart in the later days, uh, ye shall consider it perfectly. We've got Genesis 49, verse 1 there. All right, verse 21. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Uh, 22, right? But if they stood in my counsel uh, and had caused my people to hear my words, now watch this, friends, then they should have turned them uh, from their evil ways. As he again says, hearken not to false prophets. They're, so let's go back to the verse here. Um, let's see. So uh, then they should have turned from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. And he says in verse 23, as I am going to just kind of jot some side notes down here real quick. Uh, bear with me, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, he says in verse 23, let's check this out, friends. Amen. Uh, am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Uh, can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see if? Ah, uh, come on. Or shall not see him. There you go. Saith the Lord. Do not I fill heaven and earth? Ah, uh, saith the Lord. And 1 Kings 8.27 for that. 25. I have heard what the prophet said, that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. Uh, how long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that are, or that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own hearts. That didn't work. Uh, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. Judges 3, 7. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hear my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chafe to the wheat? Right? We talked about that before. Uh, amen. Now saith the Lord. Now 29. Is not my word like as a fire? Saith the Lord. And like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophet, saith the Lord, that steal my words every one from his neighbor. 
Uh, Deuteronomy 18.20 for that. I, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord. That, and we've got to go way up here at the top of the page here, uh, use their tongues and say, he saith. Which, we know that's not true, right? Uh, amen. Let me get a minute here. Let me see if I can straighten this out. And, like I said, just uh, got a brand new Bible here. I'm excited about that extra super large print. I can actually see better, uh, which is going to help improve the podcast here uh, as I am able to uh, actually just read it better. So that's that's going to be a big help. Uh, give me a minute here. Um, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got caught up on some of this stuff here. All right, so that's not too bad here. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Lot to unpack here. I know that. So bear with me, guys. All right, so 32, if you will. Go ahead and go over to the 32. Uh, Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies, and by their lightness. Uh, yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord, Zephaniah 3, 4. Right? Amen. i got to fix this. Make sure this is right. And centered. Good to see you guys. I appreciate you jumping on here with me. Uh, anyway, let's keep going. 33. And when the people, or the prophet, or a priest, shall ask thee, saying, what is the burden of the Lord, friends? And I don't, is that right? Is that straightened out? Anyway, <laughs> man, all kinds of stuff. All right, let's keep going. Thou shalt then say, or thou shalt then say to them, What burden or will even forsake you, saith the Lord? Amen. And as for the prophet, and the priests and the people that shall say the burden of the Lord, I will even punish that man and his house. Thus shall ye say every one to his neighbor and every one to his brother, What hath the Lord answered? And what hath the Lord spoken? And the burden of the Lord shall see or <laughs> shall he mention no more. For every man's word shall be his burden. For ye have perverted the words of the living God, of the Lord of hosts, our God. All right. Thus shalt they say to the prophets. Hang on. Boy, I'm having all kinds of problems with this stuff here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Thus shalt they say to the prophet. What hath the Lord answered thee? And what hath the Lord spoken? But since ye say, The burden of the Lord, therefore thus saith the Lord, because ye say this word, the burden of the Lord, uh, and I have sent uh, unto you, saying, Ye shall not say the burden of the Lord. Now therefore, behold, 
I, even I, will utterly forget you, and I will forsake you, and the city that I gave you and your fathers, and cast you out of my presence. Now, again, that can go back to Revelation 3. Uh, hot or cold, neither hot or cold. I will spew thee 